All right. Welcome back, Hedgers. Week 14, NFL. Thank you for joining me. Um, I'm at work today, but I'm still getting the podcast out. So I'm on my lunch break, still giving it to you, of course, because this is important stuff. Even though college is over, oh, man, it went too fast, I will say. It's not over. We still got the playoffs, as we know, in the bowl season. But the regular season's over. Went too fast. It's sad. But we still got NFL, so we still got picks to make. So don't worry. Um, And more importantly, we got the NFL where the playoffs are decided by who deserves it. This decided by who wins on the field, not a bunch of guys in the back room deciding what's going to be the best rated game for ESPN. Blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm too late on that. All right. There might be some times I got to stop for a second. Like I said, I'm at work. Well, let's get to it. First game. Lions. Excuse me. Lions at Bears. It surprised me when I first saw the minus three, minus three and a half line for the Lions. But the more you look at it, the Lions have not been playing well the last couple of weeks. Jared Goff has really been struggling the last couple of weeks. And the Bears have surprisingly been playing well. <laughs> um, they won, you know, they, another primetime win for the Bears. I think they're like two and one or three and one. Something weird on primetime. It makes no sense where all of a sudden they play well in primetime. But this week it's a one o'clock game, so it's not. But um, the Bears just played the Lions really close at Detroit. You know, the Lions had to have a big comeback. Um, but um I still think I still like the Lions here. I know it's at Chicago, <clears throat> but I'm going to buy the line down just to be safe. We'll take the Lions minus two and a half. So we'll buy it down from minus three to minus two and a half, and we'll take that. <clears throat> I'm going to stay away from the over under 42 and a half. I think I would take the over there, but officially I'm just going to take the minus two and a half on the Lions. Um, they're the better team, but I think this will be a little bit closer than we kind of think which is why I think the line is this low. I mean, I think it makes sense that the line is this low once you really think about it. So Lions minus two and a half. There's just more to play for the Bears almost. It seems like the Bears would, I mean, I know if I was a Bears fan, I'd rather lose and just hope Justin Fields plays really well and still lose so you get the better draft pick. And you can either keep Fields as your quarterback and draft a lineman, or you can, you know, get his trade value up and trade him for even more assets. But you know, Bears, they, they're almost, they're kind of looking to lose. Obviously, the player's not, but the organization kind of wants to lose and look as good as possible losing. So, Lions, minus two and a half. All right, next, Texans, Jets. It looks like the Jets are going back to Zach Wilson. Either way, the Jets are in total disarray. I mean, I don't trust them at all. They've got Tim Boyle starting. They've got Simeon coming in a little bit. They brought him in, you know, weeks ago, kind of like 10 weeks ago, um, whatever, when Rodgers got hurt. And they never really played him. They just kept Zach Wilson. And obviously, Tim Boyle was a funny mistake, <laughs> to put it nicely. Um, so the Jets are in total disarray. I don't trust anything they're going to do. Their defense is still unstoppable. So I the 33-and-a-half makes sense to the over-under here. I think it's going to go a very low-scoring game. But I like the Texans here at minus three-and-a-half. Um, Texans are playing well. They're hot. They have something to play for. Their quarterback's good. Um, I know they recently lost Tank Dell, so that's going to hurt. But, I mean, the Jets just have, you know, I think they're they're falling apart here. So, another loss. Or, I mean, really, their season's already over. Even if they went out, Rodgers isn't going to come back. That's a whole silly story. I don't even want to get into that. So, Texans minus three and a half. I think that's a, I think that's a fair line. Um, you know, the Jets are probably going to get a couple field goals in. The 
Texans are at least going to score 17, 20 points, I imagine. So I like the Texans minus three and a half there. If you're going to put it in a parlay, maybe buy it down to minus three to be safe, minus two and a half, you know, get that, that two and a half that we really like. But just straight up, I like the Texans. All right, um, Jags and the Browns. This one, I don't think I'm going to officially pick it, but I think it's interesting to talk about because the over-under has dropped down all the way to 32.5, which is so low. Um, we've got an even lower one somewhere. I don't think I'm picking the game, but we've got a, a – oh, that's right. It was last night. The Thursday night game was 30 overall, which obviously went over in a surprisingly offensive explosion for the Patriots to score 20 points. But – 32 and a half is very low and it dipped this low because when Trevor Lawrence got hurt, you know, all of a sudden now we've got two backup quarterbacks. Um, or I don't even know what you'd call Flacco, a fourth string, whatever he is off the street. You know, you got Flacco playing for the Browns and obviously the Jags. Lawrence went down. I think it's going to be Beathard playing. I don't know. And CJ Beathard, he's shown spots here and there, especially for the 49ers. But. And that 32 and a half is so low. I still think, I think the smart play is to take over 32 and a half. I think they're kind of trying to, they're just, you know, I think, I think it dropped too low. I think when the second, because there's two backup quarterbacks, it just shot down immediately because everyone was like, oh, no one's going to score at all. But I think these teams will still be able to score. The Browns defense is not as good as it was the first half of the season. I don't know what's happening there, but they're just not as good as they were the first half. Um, so I, I like the over 32 and a half. That's really all we're going with there. I think the Browns will win this, but I have no idea with two backup quarterbacks, stay away from the, the, who's going to win the game. That's just, you never know what's going to happen. All right. I will say I, I trust Flacco slightly more. So I would take the Browns money line, but I'm still staying away in general. Um, Colts and Bengals. Um, there's just not a lot of great games this week, so we're including some that I don't really love. Jags, Browns, Colts, Bengals. Again, technically two backup quarterbacks. Gardner Minshew is not the starter, and obviously the Bengals have Jake Browning. So another two backup quarterbacks. But these quarterbacks have obviously shown more. Last week, Browning was unstoppable all of a sudden. You know, it looked like Joe Burrow back there. We could call him Jake, Jake Burrow. <laughs> for the Bengals back there um but again man I just I have no idea if that's a flash in the pan or if that's going to be something that you can keep doing the Colts are also weird they they win games they shouldn't win they lose games they shouldn't lose they remind me a lot of the Titans um so again man it's just such a weird game um the Colts can put up a lot of points sometimes Gardner Minshew throws touchdowns he throws interceptions he's fun to watch um Oh man, so this is another game where I just I don't feel comfortable with the minus one and a half anywhere. Um, if anything, I mean I guess buy it up and take the Colts to like plus three just to be safe. But again, that this is just one of those games, it's a bad game. It's not a lot of good games. All the, the games that I like more are the afternoon games this this week. <clears throat> um and then the 44 and a half, obviously that's way higher than the last 32 and a half, even though we still have two backup quarterbacks, but these quarterbacks seem to have proven themselves more. Um, so again, I'm going to stay away from the total, but I think I would actually lean under on that total. Um, 
they can put up points, but I don't know. It's just something about trends in the NFL. Trends don't all don't hit as much as they do in college football. So it's it's always good to kind of almost jump off a trend. Like basically with Browning, he had a you know he had an amazing game last week. I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of came back to earth and struggled this week. Um, just the NFL. It's so hard to tell. It's almost sometimes good to go against a trend. So we'll take the Colts plus three there. But again, I'm not very confident about it. Um, I have the Vikings Raiders on here, but again, I'm not super confident about the Vikings Raiders. It's another weird game. I think I like the Raiders with the plus three, maybe do plus three and a half to be safe. Dobbs has kind of shown that he can come in and have a crazy drive to win a game for you, but in a full game, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's a reason he's a backup. Um, and the Raiders just kind of seem like a different team with uh, under uh, Pierce, Antonio Pierce, um, their coach now. So, I mean, just kind of ride with the Raiders. This is a trend I am going to ride with. <laughs> the Raiders plus three and a half. I think I'm going to take that. It's at, you know, it's in uh, Las Vegas, so that helps. But, again, I just don't really – I mean, I know earlier, I feel like three weeks ago, I said, don't, don't bet against Josh Dobbs. So, going against myself there, but – Oh, it's hard. I'm taking the Raiders, though. All right. Now we're getting into some games that I find much more interesting. Um, Broncos, Chargers, Bills, and Chiefs, the two later games, the 430 games, um, or 420. Chargers, this, both of these lines surprise me. So it's 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 at the Chargers. Again, they don't have much of a home field advantage, but they're minus two and a half against the Broncos. That kind of surprises me. The Broncos are playing way better than the Chargers lately. So I guess this is just kind of, you know, home team gets the gets the points, but I I just don't feel any confidence in the Chargers. Um they only scored six points against the Patriots. They held them to zero, but I don't know if that even means anything. The Patriots are so bad this year. So I'm taking the Broncos. Um if you I mean you might want to take them at like plus three to be safe, but I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with taking them on the money line. I don't trust the Chargers. I think they're falling apart. I think it's just kind of a matter of time before their coach gets fired, and then maybe they'll put it together and get a big win after that. But until then, I, I cannot pick the Chargers right now. So we're taking the Broncos and the points. Plus two and a half. Buy it up to plus three to be safe. Broncos plus three. Uh, the last afternoon game is the Bills and the Chiefs. And this one surprised me also with the Chiefs minus one and a half. Um, they seem like a lot better team. I know this is also has always been a great game between Mahomes and Allen. Um, but that minus one and a half surprised me. I thought it'd be a lot higher. I mean, I'm gonna jump on it and take it and say thank you for not putting it at three and a half or something. Um, that does scare me when you know you love a line that much when it surprises you like that. But I'm gonna trust my gut. Take the Chiefs minus one and a half. They're the better team. Coming off a tough loss, they need the win to get right the ship back. They don't need it, but, you know, it'd be a big win to get right. You don't want to lose two in a row. You don't want to get – honestly, they don't want the Bills in the playoffs. They don't want to face them in the playoffs. Um, at Kansas City, this all just – I mean, it feels like a good – a big Kansas City win. So we're going to take a minus one and a half. We're going to kind of hammer that as our lock of the week this week. But, again, it always scares me when it you feel too confident about something. But Chiefs minus one and a half, let's take it. All right, there's 
oh, Sunday night game, <clears throat> Eagles, Cowboys. Oh, man. Like I said, the afternoon games, the night game, these are where the games get a lot better. Eagles, Cowboys. This line also surprised me. I would have thought the Eagles maybe minus one and a half, maybe plus one and a half, but it's the Cowboys minus three and a half. So not just the field goal, but, you know, the field goal and the half point. Over under 52. I'm going to stay away from that. Um, but wow. I mean, the Eagles got destroyed by the Niners. Um, they beat the Chiefs and maybe didn't deserve it. You know, they were losing bad in the first half. So, I mean, they're struggling. They're still winning their games. So I'm definitely not going to take the Eagles on the money line here because I won't be surprised if the Cowboys win. The Cowboys really need this win if they want to win the division. All of a sudden, the division is really up for grabs if the Cowboys can win it. But I'm just going to take the Eagles plus three and a half. It just seems like I just once again, it's like the Chiefs. That seems like a weird line to me. So I'm going to I'm going to trust myself and run with it. Um, If you're giving the Eagles three points, take it. You know, even if they lose by a field goal, you still win. So. Eagles plus three and a half. Go birds. All right. Two Monday night games. Titans, Dolphins. I want to say the Dolphins minus 13. I want to jump on that. They're so good at home. They destroy everybody. But Vrabel, you know, he it's hard to go against Vrabel as a dog. And that is so many points. Um oh, I almost want to take like Titans plus 15 just to be safe. Uh, I think I'm just going to stay away from this game in general. The minus 13, I hate that. That's way too many points in general for the NFL. So, But if I'm just giving y'all my pick, I'm going to take the Dolphins because I wouldn't be surprised if they win by 20. They're just, their offense is so good at home. I could see them destroying the Titans. Um, all right. And then last game. All right. Uh, last game, Packers game. You know we're big Packers fans here. I can't. Oh. I'm representing them, even though I'm at work. I got my water bottle. Can't wear my shirt today, but still representing. Big win last week. Oh, man. All of a sudden, we're back in the playoffs for the seventh seed with an easy-ish schedule coming up. So all of a sudden, <laughs> the Packers look like they might make the playoffs. It's crazy. So let's go Pack. Um, but for this game, Packers-Giants, Packers are minus six and a half. That's a lot of points um, for a team that's been struggling here and there, inconsistent. But the Giants have obviously not been good. Tommy DeVito is going to be playing again. He's shown some stuff the last couple of games, but obviously, you know, nothing too scary. Um, so oh, this minus six and a half, though, is a lot. Um, I think I, I'm leaning toward the Giants minus six and a half. I'm sorry, plus six and a half. And maybe just take it up to plus seven to be safe. It's just... Part of that is my emotional hedge where I like to go against my team. So even if I lose, I win, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. The Packers have been inconsistent. Um, Monday night game at New York. You never know what's going to happen. I could see the Packers winning by, you know, 20 points. But I think the safe bet here at seven, six and a half, seven points, that's a lot. Um I think the safe bet here is the Giants plus seven. Um, it, it would make sense that even if the Packers win, the Giants come down and score to make it a one-score game. Or the Packers are hitting, you know, a field goal at the end to win. Um, 
So yeah, we're going to take that. Giants plus seven. We're going to end it right there because I got to go. So thank you all for joining me. I'll see you next week.